if I were to ask you to tell me everything you did within the last 24 hours, I promise you we would not have enough time. We would not have enough paper. We would not have enough energy to talk through all the things you did. You know why? Because you're busy. You're trying to manage yourself. Hello. You're trying to manage motherhood, working, and all the things in between. You're doing a lot, and yet somehow you don't feel like you're doing enough. I want to talk about why you feel that way and what we can do about it. So come on in, grab a blanket, and let's chat. Hello and welcome. My name is Chastity. I am your host for today. I'm excited to have you. I am a therapist. I'm a coach. I'm also a mother of two beautiful girls. And, you know, I love being able to sit down and have these conversations where we can just get real. Okay? I feel like there's a lot of noise that goes on in the motherhood space um, in general. Yes, normalizing the difficulties and the challenges of motherhood, just kind of putting a name to it, right? But I don't see a lot of people talking about that emotional flip and switch that we play or have to play gymnastics around. And so that's that's what I'm here for. OK, my sole purpose is to help you manage that anxiety and overwhelm as you are managing work and motherhood um, and in the mix, taking care of yourself. All right. So before we get into today's topic, I want to um, remind you that my books are open for one to one coaching. If you are walking through this season and you know that you're in a place of trying to reconnect to yourself on this side of motherhood, you're feeling um, like maybe things are not going the way that you had planned them to in motherhood. Maybe you feel a little disorganized in your thoughts and you also feel a little disorganized in your environment. One-on-one coaching is a beautiful time for us to have an intimate experience to walk through these things um, together. So if that is you, then go to the description, fill out the application, and I will be in touch. All right, so going back to the life that you live, which is managing work and motherhood at the same time. I think that there are lots of opportunities for you to do, 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 okay? All the time, 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 time. For everybody else, 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 else. Which is putting a lot of effort outside of you. You're doing the pouring, never really the receiving, in that doing, in that pouring, even though it's a lot, there's a part of you that feels like you're not doing enough. One of the things that comes up to, or comes up in sessions when I'm talking to clients, even comes up for me sometimes, is the way that I define enough. So I'm going to extend this conversation to you, and hopefully it can help you work through what enough is for you as well. So we get our definitions around what it means to be a working mom, usually from our own mother or caregiver. Um, we can also soak it in from what our friends are doing, what we see on Instagram and TikTok. Um, those are, there are all kinds of definitions that are flowing around. Subconsciously, we make this pact to ourselves that says, if I'm not doing her, then I'm not doing enough. And we've talked about this before, like this somewhere there's this make-believe ideal version of yourself and you have made it your mission to strive to be this ideal, perfect 
She don't get nothing wrong. She cool with everybody. She 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 parents well 100% of the time. She's always happy. Work is always done. Her, right? We've made this commitment that you're going to be here no matter what. So what happens is reality, okay? And there is a lot of circumstances where maybe you're not feeling the best, whether you're sick, whether you are throughout your cycle and your mood changes, which is a whole nother conversation for a whole nother day. Maybe there are some some challenges or stress related to work, right? You have those peak moments, those peak seasons where there's a lot more to do than there is others. Um, also worrying concern about are you going to be able to manage or do it all? So when you are kind of going through these different reality moments, but you still have not adjusted this expectation of how you're supposed to show up, then you always feel like you're you're falling short, that enough is not enough, right? So the more you do, the more you feel kind of closer. So then that reinforces, oh, if I just keep doing, I'll get closer and closer. But you will always feel like it's not enough because that person isn't real. You and I, we've talked about this before. Right. And and mixed in a little bit of that, like doing is the idea that your effort isn't valuable. You know, we do a lot of invisible work when it comes to motherhood. Nobody is is behind the scenes, uh, behind the scenes, clapping it up after you change the diaper. Nobody. Nobody is behind the scenes saying, oh, you 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 caught the fact that they need more clothes for this season. Nobody's clapping that up. Nobody's clapping up the fact that you thought ahead, scheduled the doctor appointments. You thought ahead when it was time to pack for a vacation. You thought ahead when it was time to fill in the blank. Those invisible tasks that that keep they take up a lot of uh, mental real estate. If we're honest, right? They're always open. Those tabs are always open, but because they're invisible. And because you rarely ever get recognition or acknowledgement for those things, you think it's not enough. Which kind of ties into the fact that if someone isn't praising you or validating you, you don't feel valuable. When we get to a place of recognizing that whether someone says, you go girl, or if they remain silent, that the work that you do as a mom, the, the work that you do in the workplace, the work that you do with yourself is still valuable. I believe things will start to shift in the anxiety and fear-based um, doing that happens a lot in motherhood. Okay? The other thing I want to kind of mention to that is the other thing that comes up alongside that is the fact that a lot of moms do a lot and still don't feel like they're enough, but they do a lot for their kids, um, for their family, for their jobs. They overachieve, right? I know you understand what I'm talking about. You overdo it, overplan, go all out on something. And a lot of the moms that I talk to, if we really start to pull down the layers and start to have these real juicy conversations, it comes down to this. You don't want to be replaced. You want to make it so difficult for someone to step in and replicate you. That way it's impossible. 
It's impossible for your kids to love another person the way that they love you. It's impossible for your husband to love another person the way that they love you. They, you want to be needed, which is not a bad thing. But if used in a way that is backed by fear, that is backed by anxiety, that they will leave you or that they won't value you or that they will forget you, man, will that drive you to a place of constantly feeling like you're not enough, of constantly feeling like you have to compete and you have to one up the ante to remain relevant. Let me tell you something. You will always be relevant. There is no one who can replace you ever. And if you have a relationship or the lack thereof with a caregiver, particularly your mom, and you feel distrained, you feel like there's there's not much of a relationship that's there that, you know, had she done differently, the relationship would be different. Just because that might be true for Y'all's dynamic doesn't mean that's going to be true for you and your children's dynamic. We're breaking cycles here, you and I. So you can set a different tone that wasn't set for you. You are unreplaceable. You are unforgettable. And you won't be unreplaceable or unforgettable because you overdo and you overextend and you self-sacrifice until there's completely nothing left of you and all of what you can give, right? Because that, that feeds that I'm not enough. I have to do more, 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 more. But you will be irreplaceable and you will be so valuable because you pour from a place of connection, from values, from wanting to build something that is legacy driven, that is health driven, instead of something that is fear driven. I just let that marinate just for a second. So those two things are usually the biggest, I would say, roadblocks when it comes to doing a whole bunch, but not really feeling valuable. And that is, there's a lot of, um, there's this invisible ideal person of you that's calling all the shots. And because she's calling all the shots, you're doing it. But as soon as you get done with what, as soon as you get done with fulfilling one shot, she got another one and another one and it never stops. Okay. That's one. The other side of that is feeling like you are going to be replaced, which we have discussed in depth. But that's not true. Remove these beliefs out of your mind. And I wonder how your value and how you view your value for yourself first and foremost, but also the way you walk as a mother and exist as a mother, right? I hope this talk today was informative and helpful. You can always find me over on Instagram and let me know your thoughts. I love hearing from you. I love connecting with you to see how this content is helpful. So go follow me over there and let me know if it was. And until then, I'll see you next time.